When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Rugby podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Toby, 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 Toby. <laughs> Tobinator, mate. The Tobinator. I'm just going to turn myself up a little bit. I don't want to be, you know, over overawed by your voice. Oh, sorry. Am I, am I booming? Today? You are I've booming, had too much so. sugar, mate. I've had a cookie and then I've had a hash, not a hash brown. I had hash browns this morning, though. <laughs> and brownie. All I've got to say is we're a day late again. We are a day late again. Yeah. Do you want to own up for this one? Yes. My fault. Always your fault, mate. Yes. When the was the last time I pulled out on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, last night, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Village. <laughs> oh, what a sight. What a sight. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Do you want to talk about rugby? Uh, yes, we do. Anyway, we got our messages from our supporters. We it do. Was, can I just say, it was a great weekend of rugby. It was. Not quite sure on the right teams won. We'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, yes, we're over to the messages from our supporters. So do you want to start us off? Hi, boys. Thanks for last week's podcast. After watching the games, I would love to get your thoughts on the refereeing over the weekend. Helen from the UK. Now, Helen, I'm not a boy anymore. Yeah. Should say hi, men. <laughs> oh, hi, men. Yeah. I like that. Hi, From gentlemen. now on, mm, <laughs> pushing it. <laughs> uh, maybe for me. Uh, boys, yeah, okay, I got that. Boys yeah. is all right. Boy, yeah, it needs a Z, though. Yeah. Uh, men. Or an I. Men. Yes. Yes, I like that. Um, we are going to talk about the referees in quite a lot of detail yes, a bit we later will do. on. Yeah. But 100%, I'm guessing, Helen, you're talking about the fact that you did not feel that the referees did a great job it's a, on the it's weekend. It's a great question, to be fair. And it's a good talking point. But, Helen, we're going to get to it shortly. So yeah. we'll refer back to your question when we bit, get into it. a little bit village, Helen, that you thought that we wouldn't. Well, it's I mean... A bit, a bit, I'm a bit worried about that, Helen. No, well, she, she's got grounds. She's, <laughs> she's got we do miss quite a lot on the show. <laughs> she, she's all right to send that in, mate. She's okay. All right, next one. I uh, love the podcast. Uh, sorry, Damien and Toby. Yeah, village. Bit of respect. I uh, love the podcast. I was wondering, do you get paid for it? Also, would you recommend starting one? That's from Harry from Oz. What do you reckon, sir? Would you... Um... <laughs> it's a lot of hassle. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it sometimes can be difficult trying to work... A good time. A good time to do it, especially if you're doing it with someone else. Yes. I wouldn't want to do it on my own. Like that, that, I, I think you'd I just be bored. No, it would be bored. Well, who would you... Oh, yeah, it's a... Oh. And if you said something funny... <laughs> I still laugh, though. <laughs> I still laugh. Just I laugh like at all then. my own jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be difficult. But, Harry, I'd go for it. Do we oh, get paid? Yeah. No. No. I, I would say... The only thing I would say is... Um, 
and hopefully if you've listened to this show for quite a while, if you go right back to the first couple of episodes, we were on the sound, we were pretty poor. And I think very early on, because I'm a bit of a, a, a geek when it comes to the tech stuff, we invested in some decent sound stuff and decent microphones and whatnot. And I think to be successful at podcasting, because we are not. No. We are definitely not. I think you need to go and like do video and everything. I think we've kind of learned, we, we, we never did it for financial gain, but you don't get me wrong, we both love to earn some money from it. Yeah. We do earn a very, very, very small <laughs> amount of money. We're talking like £10 a month at best. Yeah. So it's a lot of hassle for that, but we enjoy it, don't we? Well, I find it fun because then I can, because in our work, we can talk rugby with someone, but then it's not very in-depth. Yeah. Or they don't really watch it or they don't really care. So it's it's great for me to then unload and have a conversation with you. Yeah. But then we're sharing it with other people. So yeah. we're, we're normally just having a conversation, aren't we? We are, pretty much. It's yeah. not scripted. At, well, I mean, we've got points yes. that we, we talk about, but it's not yeah. scripted. No, definitely. <laughs> definitely not scripted. <laughs> well, I mean, case in point, the start of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've done one thing with Toby that's been scripted. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got feedback. I know. I saw, yeah, he loved it. But I was thinking, my God, this is drivel. <laughs> it must have been good. Put him to sleep, did it? <laughs> I said that to her. I was like, oh, did it put you to sleep? No, no, I recommended it to other people. I was like, you silly woman. <laughs> you sad individual, you. <laughs> yeah. Right, mate, it's time for the Super Brew. It is time for the Super Brew. Righto, so our winners and losers of the week, Baby Rebels, uh, on their own on six. That's a great amount of points. Yeah, yeah it is, definitely. Some would say that was a Bobby Dazzler of a result. Uh, Mud Sharks, 5.5. Yeah. Uh, Mealy Rogue, 5. D- the original Damo. Uh, Damo, 69.69. Uh, and so where, where am I? I mate. thought I did better than that. Did you get four point five? Oh yeah, I think it must. I must be quite far down. Bottom four though, sir. Bottom four. Swano, nothing, zero. <laughs> he got. He went. He tried to go outrageous, didn't he, to get maximum points? But it sort of backfired, backfired on him. Do you know um, what? What I'm really disappointed about is Tommy Guns, Bradley Johnson, yeah, and. And several others. Yeah. Several others. No picks. Do you nah. know why? Village. Because they've given up. Well, I mean, fair enough. Uh, can I just say, though, Winglet, the Razzler, the Dazzler, Scrum Doctor, two points. Village. Real. Yeah, real I take village. that. And that the reason why I'm going to take it, sir, is because on the top yeah, four, God. we have Jed. I'm really sorry, Winter Milan. You are looking. You are you're hanging off a cliff here, mate. Well, you need a big one. Yes. If Jed goes if Jed goes blues and the Crusaders win, or if Jed goes Crusaders and the Blues win, and you have to go opposite to get it. Right? But behind those two is Damo three one six. Oh, it's you, mate. Oh, I That's tell you what. You. Me, the scrum doctor and Ben Affleck are still in there for third place. So big. Anyway, bottom four, Coley the Poley. Still rooted to the bottom floor. Uh, Kiwi Dave and Neville 777. And yeah. Big Ash, the last of the bottom four. Um, can I also just say that you need to sign up to the Super Rugby Podcast for the July Internationals. Internationals. It's going to be great. July Internationals. Now... We've got 28 people signed Ooh, up at the moment. That's pretty good, that's eh? That's pretty good. Early doors. Early doors, yeah. So if you haven't been involved, you've been listening to this podcast for the last 18 weeks and you've been like, oh, I'm not part of the Super Group. No. Now is your chance. It's free. Just download it on Android or iPhone. Yeah. Uh, and even online, I think, just on your computer, you can just search it up. You, you log in details. It's easy peasy. And... Uh, and then you just type in the Super Rugby Podcast and July Internationals. It kicks off with, I think, Romania versus Portugal. Brilliant. I have Second. no idea. I have no idea. But do you know what? By the end of the Super Rugby <coughs> Competition, I'm going to know everything about them. Are you, though? Not really, Are but you? I'll know who's going to win. Can, can I just show you? 
it's going to be so, so difficult to get a Grand Slam. How many matches are there? Oh, oh sorry, it's Romania, Italy. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's eight picks. Wow. Wow. Anyway, some eight of those picks. will be easy. Some of those will be easy. Sir, it is time for... Breaking news. Kindly not supported anymore. <laughs> By Super <laughs> XV. But also, we've got AG1. Athletic, Athletic Greens. Greens. Now, you need to go and check them out. Yeah, they've just given us some free stuff. They've given us some free stuff, but... It's good stuff. I haven't have, tried have you it been yet. Try- no, I haven't tried it yet. I'm <laughs> I've gonna, been um, doing it every break time religiously. You, can I just say, there is some sort of glow over you at the moment. Well, it... <laughs> It's because I've turned into a it's tree. The, it's the spotlight uh, over it's top so of me. It's so much water on me. Oi, oi, oi. You like that one? Wow, no. Didn't oh. even really hear it because I was too busy having giggling. my hands too busy my, giggling away. Anyway, okay, I'm going to start off, mate. Yeah, you go start. Winners and losers. Okay. Now, this will be quite a good segue. Well, basically, you're stealing my, um, you're stealing my point, really. Um, <laughs> so 36 man all black squad yeah yeah we'll get more in depth about um, who's made it and who hasn't so I'm just yeah. going to go biggest losers yeah okay Owen Farrell now Damo you're not on this list which is very surprising but anyway because you are a bit of a loser so biggest God, there's quite the biggest look. TJ Perinara. Oh, that's a massive one, eh? Him, wow. Him and your your mate Brad, Brad Weber. Brad Weber. I know. What have they done wrong? TJ took a bit of a summer break in Japan last year. Yeah. But Brad he Weber. He came back and he started playing fantastic yeah. rugby. Brad Weber's been playing really good for the Chiefs. And also, we're like 18 games away from the World Cup. I'm just like, I, this I, is not a time to then, blood a scrum half. That does not need blooding. I'm sorry, but they've picked someone who is on the bench for the Highlanders. Yeah. I, I, I just, I, I don't get it. Then, you know, Luke Jacobson. Yeah, it's a big, big loss. Big loss. He's been playing well as well. Been playing well. Ethan De Groot. He's yeah. a big brute. He is a big brute, Ethan okay. De Groot. Shannon Frizzell. Now, he's been a bit... That is, no, that is a huge... Because at the start of the season, yes, he's had an injury. Yes. At the start of the season, he was unbelievable. He's playing for the Highlanders, and he was unbelievable. So, therefore, to leave him out of the squad is quite something. I mean, at the moment... And he's a big brute. He's a big brute. He's a big guy. I mean, we are blessed at the moment in that sort of back row area. But he's an enforcer. He is, to me... Almost like a Jerome Kano. I mean, yeah, not a, just as... A, yeah, he's a little bit... Mind you, Jerome Kano was nice, wasn't he? Still was nice. He was a lovely guy, but God, yeah. he was strong. Yes. Okay, and then we've got George Bridge. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not surprised by no, that. I agree. In fact, I don't... Uh, yeah, he is a, he is a he has lost out there, but he hasn't really been playing that well, and he's been on the bench, and when he's come on, he hasn't like lit it up like he has in the past. And I'm a big Bridgie fan. Yes, you are a big Bridgie fan. Uh, Nankerville. Okay. Again, he's sort of been on the outskirts of the Chiefs. Mm. He hasn't really been a... Oh, he has. He has. This year, he has. What, a front runner? Front runner on the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. well, I haven't really seen him too much. Well, to you be fair, I haven't watched much game. <laughs> uh, Tom Robinson, the Ginger Ninja. Yeah, I to think... To be expected, though. I think to be expected. Yeah. Now, this one, Asafa Amor. Yeah, I think that's a that's a shout because uh, he might head overseas now. I think he will. He's got to. Dane Coles is going to retire though. So this is something the game you got to play is Dane it, Coles is going to retire. Though. It's that carrot from the All Blacks. Yes, we'll we'll actually keep him in the mix because Sonny hole. I did my best there, everyone. <laughs> uh, you absolutely a, made mince me to that, he, mate. He's a good player and yes. he deserves to be. Is there three hookers? We're going to find out. I think we're going to find out. Um, and I think there's only two. Braden Eor. He's missed out, which is quite oh, good. I'm we glad. Like that, yeah, we, the we're donkeys into missed yeah. out. Eeyore. Yeah, biggest winners. Biggest winners? You said you had biggest winners and losers. Oh, I've... <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I've got it up now. I've got it up. I've got it up. Two of us are Sheik. 
He's not a winner. No, is it? Was, I don't uh, think so. I, I that was written it. in the stars. Yeah. Um, I don't think he would have signed his contract with New Zealand rugby had he not had some sort of promises. Falawa, fuck, fuckatava, fuckatava. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> How's he made it? Look at his hair. I can't see it, mate. <laughs> Can't see oh, it. <laughs> I hope that's not can't cracked. See it. Nah, it won't have cracked. Won't have cracked. It's gone black. She's all good. Oh. She's all good. Here we go. Look at that haircut, mate. Oh, well, I know. I mean, I can see why he's made it, as in, I can see the reasoning behind. I just think it's the wrong time. Gus? Big winner. Big winner. Yeah. He good started on off with a hiss and a roar. He, and yeah, then he dropped off a cliff. He's now just his, late he's, Milan. Now. He, he's still he's still playing well though. Yes. He's still playing well. Okay. Um Lester Fianoku, I think that's not a winner. Well, it is a winner because he has finally they have seen three seasons back to back that he's played outstanding rugby and he's given him a given him a shout. Julian Savi is not in there. I think that's a loser. I think he was an outside yeah. bet. Yeah. Caleb Clark. Perifeta. Um, okay, I'm not I'm not that I'm not a big Stephen Perifeta fan. I don't think at international level he'll he'll be able to do it. No, I don't think so either. Aiden Ross. Don't really know much about Chief, Aiden Ross. Chiefs prop. Yeah. Carl Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Carl. Good old Carl. Took took a took a took a took a took a took a Yes. Carl Tucker. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. I know the one with the big Mr. Ash. Yes, that's the one. Is he a winner? Really? A, apparently so. Because he's, he's be, been in the All Blacks for, for a while. Barely been playing for the Blues. Yeah, but he, they've got such a good front row, they bring one All Black front row George off. George Bauer. Yeah, it, I think he's... Angus Tavau. Yeah, I think he's a winner. I think Angus he's Tavau. a winner. I yeah. think Dane Coles is a winner. Yeah, I think he's a winner. Having him... David I don't think Harvey I think he's a big winner. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Lord. Huge winner. <laughs> Huge. Absolutely massive Hoskins Satutu. Not a big winner. No, not a big Deserves winner at it. all. I agree. Deserves it. So that's me, mate. Well, that's pretty much me done as well, because you pretty much stole. Well, no, we haven't we haven't spoken about anyone else. I would say, out of all the people that have got in, that I think have got the biggest kind of fight between them. Is I the, don't like is Cody, in, Cody Taylor. Is in the centres. So you got Goodhue, you got two of Askashek, you got Quintapaya, and you got Rico, and you got Harvilli. I think in reality it's between uh, Roger two of Askashek and Jack Goodhue's a winner, a big massive winner. Yeah, and he needs to find some pace from somewhere. But going back <laughs> to my point, Roger two of Askashek and Quintapaya, they're fighting for twelve in my mind. Yep. David Harvilli, whoever whoever's does not make it, probably won't be on the bench because I think David Harvilli will be on the bench. I think David Harvilli covers uh, 12, 13, and 15. Yep. And probably wingers. Yep. So but I think. So does, so does Rico. So maybe Davey is different covering fullback as well uh, and covering 12 and 13. So I would say that David Harvilli is going to be on the bench. Okay. And that's the reason why maybe he's not a loser or a winner. Sorry. So um, would you would you play Roger and Rico together? I would. I'd play Roger and Rico, um, and I'd have David Havili on the bench. So that means you can have more forward, you know, whole front row coming on. Um, or um, you can mix up the back row a little bit more. Yep. So, yeah, that's what I do. I, I mean, I think other than that, Caleb Clark's a bit of a winner because he hasn't been playing that much, and he hasn't been playing, in my opinion, that well. I think it was close between Caleb Clark and uh, Julian Savia. Yeah. Another one you've got to say is Sam Kane's a bit of a winner. Sam Kane, yeah. Because if he wasn't the all-black captain... He wouldn't be in the team. I don't think he'd be in the team. No. Although I'm a big fan of Sam Kane. So am I. But I just think Dalton Papali'i and another few have probably outplayed him this season. But I think he, you know, he's right in his place there. But Brody Retallick, seeing him back in all black shirts, yeah, going to be class. amazing. Sam Whitelock's been great. Still think we've got issues in the front row, mate. I still think we've got issues in the front row because I just don't see guys like Carl 
Tuka. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna try. I can't see guys like Carl and Nipo Lalaula and Aiden Ross and George Bauer really having the silky skills that Tua Nukiafe. Yeah, that's the one. Carl Tua Nukiafe. Yeah. Whereas, you know, um Offa and Angus <laughs> Offa Tuangafa. Yeah. And Angus have got good hands. George Bauer's not too bad. But I just think in this in the day and age we're playing in now when they've got those forward runners, you need to have the, the sleight of hand. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Mate, your next story. My next story now. Hope it's not my next story too. It is a little bit, actually. <laughs> no, but this story and Scotland women to train together for 11 weeks before the Rugby World Cup. Scotland women? Yes. Okay. Now... Imagine if we had the Ireland teams able to train 11 weeks. Yeah. And then any other international team be able to train 11 weeks before a World Cup, especially those Ireland teams. That would be so valuable to those teams. Oh, you're messing. They, they, would, then, they would then be close to making, making it out of their pool easily. You know, like Fiji would, I think, if they had 11 weeks, would easily make it out of their pool. I think, I think, they, I think they normally have about six, don't they? Which, they, they? They normally have six. Which, which is, is quite a lot. Which is quite a lot, but, but double that. Double that. Happy days. Oh. Can Happy you imagine, days. though? Yeah, because... Like, imagine think, for a coaching team going, we've got 11 weeks at the moment. Yeah. We can really, really get our players to where they need to be. And I think also the other thing that you kind of forget about is... It's kind of um, fitness for the for the Polynesian players can sometimes yeah. you know be be an issue. Weight can sometimes be an issue, and if you've gone for eleven weeks, you can have an impact on their rugby, but impact on their physiques uh, and skinnies as well. But you can you can you can build that culture. Yeah, you know you've got time to build a great culture within your team. Mm. I I just think. That's really good. I just I'm, think I'm that's guessing really they're, pl- good. they're paying their, the Scottish girls. Yes. So ladies. So they have five hundred thousand pounds to play with. That's pretty good. Yeah. I would I would do that. Yeah. Well, I know how you many would. how many players in the squad? I'm not sure. It's a good amount of money, isn't yeah. it? It's a good amount of money. Mate, the next one is gutless. Brumby's robbed of a chance to win by a non-call in the final moments of the semi-final. Okay. Now, when I was watching this game, I 100% agree with with that sentiment that's coming through there because it was pretty obvious to me that was a cast-iron penalty. Now, I completely understand that... Um, O'Keefe was the was the referee. He doesn't want to give a call like that. But I'm really sorry. It was a penalty. Was it? A cast iron penalty. Now, to be fair to him, his positioning was on the other side of the ball. So, so he the far does, side touchy. He does have a problem. And also, I would say in his defence, is that it was then positioned on the left hand side of the of the field. So therefore He's near the touchline, yeah, and he's on the wrong side, and the and, other and the, the other touch so far away is, is like sixty right, meters okay. the other way. So, but it was a cast iron penalty. Now, unfortunately, he's missed that call. But actually, seeing the footage of it and looking at the positioning of the referee, what it does highlight is how difficult, how difficult it is to referee rugby. He has got in that frame that I can see in that picture. He's got one, two, three, four, five players from six players from the Blues, and he's got another six players. He's got twelve players in and around the ball. Yeah, and he's on the wrong side of the ruck, and he can't really. I don't think he can really. You can see it clearly from this side yes. of the ruck, but not from the other side. So, so is that poor from him because he's on the wrong side? You know, you know. We talk about let's say you get a runaway try. And you've got a dis- defender cutting across. Which hand should you have the ball in? You should really have it in the opposite side to where the defender's coming. Here, 
It's almost like that. Right, I'm, a, I'm against that touchline. I should ideally be on the other side because I've got yeah. a, a pair of eyes close. Yeah, I get that. But unfortunately, the way that you position yourself is you try and position yourself out of attacking and defensive lines. Out of the way. And he's going to be, if he's on the other side, he's going to be in that defensive line. I mean, Paul from the Blues, 20 to 7 at half time, yeah. and they pretty much blew it. But I think this 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 um, article goes, goes away because what we did see on the weekend is we saw definitely in the the other game, the Chiefs and Crusaders game, is this penalty-stricken penalty game. Where and this is a bit it, what Helen was talking about, was it? Yeah. And, and, you know, it's like really the Crusaders should have had more than just one or two players sent to the bin. They deserve quite a few. They were The penal- Crusaders. Yeah, they were, they were making uh, penalties regularly in the danger zone and it seemingly they weren't getting sent to the bin. It just did another chance came, another chance came. So I can understand fully why Australians feel hard done by, we're cheap, why chief supporters feel done, hard done by, but you do need to bring it back. It's a very, very tough game to referee out in the middle. Very tough game to referee. Mate, it's time for the results. It is. Do you want to, um, do you want to start us off? Uh, what Blues call- beat the Brumbies. <laughs> 20 points to 19 what we just talked about. Yeah. And then the Crusaders beat the Chiefs 20 now, to 7. The reason why I think that's worth mentioning is because 27 does not doesn't does go, it not does not reflect the game. I had a very 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 tight bum cheeks all the way to about the 85th minute. And even in the 85th minute I still had tight butt cheeks because I, I remember the Chiefs coming back in the last five minutes and beating us last time yeah. by about the same amount. You know, they needed to yeah, two, two converted tries to win and they really got them. Really quick tries, didn't they? Um, listen, for me, the other one, or the other ones, was actually the Gallagher Premiership. So you had Saracens beating Harlequins convincingly and Leicester beating Northampton convincingly. Yeah. But I'm gonna predict now it's gonna be a heck of a boring match this this uh, this final. Do you think heck of a boring match? Yeah. Semi finals with any sport are always the most exciting. Yeah, unless it's the 2015 Rugby World Cup final because that was an absolute cracker. That was a good good one. Another one to mention is that two South African teams are gonna be in the final yep. of the United Rugby Championship. Is that Good for South Africa. Definitely. Going forward. Not. Definitely not. It just shows that this competition is village. Why? Because you've got the South African teams coming in for the first year and they go and win it. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Name another competition that that would happen in. No, very true. You know, and they're not even like that good of South African teams. No, they're not. All of their good players are playing overseas. Yeah, I mean they are overseas. They are overseas, but um, so yeah, there you go. So Stormers beating Old Star seventeen fifteen and Leinster, you know, almost European champions, getting beaten by one point. Well, by the isn't Bulls. eleven out of the? 15. That's at home. That's at home as well. Leinster at home. Eleven. Players out of the 15 in the Leinster squad are oh, Irish. Yeah, exactly. They've already got their eyes on the All Blacks, I think. Well, actually, have they? were they rested? No. Were they not? No. You don't You don't even know, do I you? I watched it, mate. You don't know. Live. What caught your eye, bud? Shocking referring caught my eye. Uh, and actually, looking at that, I just think that um, it does look like sometimes that New Zealanders are getting the rub of the green. With the refereeing, too much. That's too what I like much. to hear. I like it. <laughs> Sixteen um, men on the pitch. For me, the other one was Chiefs really let themselves down. They had some cast iron opportunities to 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 really. They had some cast iron opportunities to make it twenty fourteen, which then makes it changes the game completely. You know, and quite early on, right? And they absolutely butchered them. And then in that same game, the Crusaders make. 254 tackles in a game which is the highest 
total of tackles, I think, in a Super Rugby history. Most teams are, are tackling around about 150 max. Right, okay. And they're 254. 100 more. So Chiefs had all that ball and still couldn't get over that line. So that was Does that just show good defence or lack of uh, attacking prowess or lack of sort of... I think both. Both. Very, very good defence. I mean, amazing defence. But I think the Chiefs needed to do more with the ball in hand. And the Crusaders needed to keep the ball in hand more yeah. when they had it. They kicked the ball away a lot, Tobes. They kicked I don't the like ball that. Away, it's not like lot. Super Rugby or New Zealand Rugby. Well, this this smacks of these teams focusing on their defence and kind of going, look, we're going to park attack yeah. for the year. Yeah. And I think the Crusaders' attack's always been a bit like side to side to sidey. Side to side to sidey. Yeah. Until Lester Fainuku came into that midfield and then it was just like bang. Um, and it's really nice hearing a lot of people talking about Lester Fainuku should be playing in the centres now. Yeah, yeah. And I'm hoping that next year we'll see him playing in the centres. I mean, when you know when he was playing last year? Yeah, unbelievably in the centres. He was unbelievable. So good. Yeah, yeah. Mate, what caught your eye? I've got a couple more, but... You keep going, mate. Because <laughs> I, I, keep... I, I didn't manage to watch any of the rugby. Village. Village. Absolutely village. Um, why did the Blues stop playing... So what we had was 20, 20 points to seven. Yeah, half time. And had you know the, they were way better. The t- they were the way better team. Okay. Maybe they just had it buttoned on. But Brilliant. we've saw this against the Crusaders. Yes. Exactly the same thing. The better side, and then they stopped playing. Started kicking the ball. Started giving the ball back. Well, that's the thing. Started I think, missing their lineouts. I think with. And it's happened a couple of times with the New Zealand teams where the South uh, Australians have been able to get back into it. Is they've been ahead by such a margin where they go right, okay, we've got quite a big buffer, so let's just play field position. Let's just play territory. We don't need the ball. We'll wait for them to make mistakes. But then you've got a class team like the Brumbies. They're not going to make silly little mistakes, especially in a semi-final. They should have won it. I mean, they really should have won it. It was a cast I mean, on. It was cast on yeah, penalty. Yeah, I mean, disapp- you'd be disappointed if you were a Brumbies fan. Hugely, you know, disappointed. I mean, Offa Tungafase ended up charging the ball down. Yeah. I mean, how did that happen? How did he get there? He uh, was offside, <laughs> and he absolutely loved it as well. I might say. But they stopped playing. I think the Blues. This is a bit of the problem, and and you know, when we look at the the final of this. It could be quite a dour final because it could be boring. Because the, I don't think the Crusaders are going to fall off the tackles that that the Brumbies did in the first half. No, but then and then they don't create much. No, so there's nothing going forward. But then we could be completely wrong, and it could be thirty points to each team. It could be, but I don't think it will be. Well, I think this is going to be what you got to put, mate. What you got to put? Seventy thousand people will be there. What you're going to? Wow, really? Yeah, it'll be packed. It'll be packed. Eden Park doesn't even hold 70,000. Yep, 69,000. <laughs> Rounder up, mate. <laughs> uh, who are you picking? Well, I've, I said, and, and this is respect to the Razzler Dazzler, um, I said I'll always pick my team. So, Winter, um, Ben Affleck, uh, Du Bois, you pick Jed, the Blues, Jed. Scrum Doctor. Yeah, I, I'm, that's my pick. All right, I'm going I'm going Crusaders because I'm a Crusaders fan. I won't bet against them. I have not bet against them all year, right? Okay, now, if you're a Rebels fan, I really hope that you bet against them. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why the Razzler, the Dazzler, so far down. Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> dropping like a stone. <laughs> so there you go, yeah. Uh, and only other one was, I thought, exactly what you said, which is, is this... Is South Africa being in the final, as in the two South African teams, is it good for the United Rugby Championship? The answer is no. It's is just, it good for South African rugby? No, definitely The not. national team. What's good for the South African rugby is them playing the Kiwi teams. Yes. And the Argentinian team. That was good for their rugby. Yes. This is not good for their rugby. It's much better for their bank balance, though, which arguably is then good for their rugby. Yes. It'll be very interesting to see how they get on... Against Wales, 
South Africa, I mean. I think they'll be fine because Wales are... I think they are, will be fine. I don't Wales, think Wales are struggling a bit, yes, aren't they? Yes, they are. But it'll be interesting to see by how much. Okay, question for you. Um, which competition is the best in the world at the moment? So in reality, you've got top 14 France. You've got uh, the Gallagher Premiership. We're not even going to talk about the United Rugby Championship because that's a village. You've got Super Rugby. And if you want to put in the uh, um, MLR MLR or the Japanese, Japanese. top Okay, well, top I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to wipe those two off the board. Right. Yeah, developing. Developing, yes. Mm. Um, I <laughs> Gallagher Premiership, maybe. I think it's tight now. I think the I Gallagher... I think there's three. There's three there. I think the French... Top 14. I think the French top four or the top 14, I think um, strong teams. Yeah. Strong teams. Big teams. But I'd just love to see a tournament where you've got top four from each. Top yeah. four from each. And you've got four pools of four, one of each... <laughs> Who's going to win it? Who would be the fourth ball? So you got Super Rugby 4. you got Super Rugby 4. you got Premiership 4. Yeah. You've got uh, Rugby oh, Championship okay. 4. Yeah, you could yeah, even yeah. have 5. Could, yeah, no, no, no. You had 4. You could bring the Japanese <laughs> team. You could bring an MLR mm, team. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, you're right. You are right. I mean, it would be... That's what we've asked for, isn't it? Yeah. World Imagine Club Championship. That. Just <clears throat> one year where you just sort of stop all your club and have that. Oh, you couldn't really do that, could you? But I'd love to see it. But you could have them over uh, if you just did top two. Yeah, top two from each comp. Um, Whoever made the final a, in each a, comp, be a quarter, a semi, and a final. Yep, brilliant. Knockout footy. Knockout footy. Brilliant. Um, I'm going to say I think that Super Rugby just just pips the Premiership only because of the salary cap issues that they've they've gone I think the quality this year has been great and it's been definitely on a par with super rugby but I still think um come the winners of the blues or the crusaders I still think they'd both beat the winner of either or Leicester or Saracens I'd love to see it yeah I still think they'd beat them would love to see it right mate we're over to listeners' questions. So the Razzler Dazzler has sent another essay, another thesis, another testament to the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Razzler Dazzler, Volume Four. <laughs> volume Fourteen. Um, he like I'm not. I won't one. mention everything. Thank you very much, as always, Razzler Dazzler. I know we give Razzler a bit of a stick, but that's just because he's such a legend. Um, but the big question he's got here is: bring back the conference winners. So he says, Bruce Springsteen, once again, making music is like sex. It's a lot more fun with a partner. Okay, interesting. <laughs> yeah, but is We it? have waited 19, uh, t- uh, 2019 to get our first proper Super Rugby competition and final after two years of provincial competitions due to COVID. And yet it feels like another provincial rugby final. Sure, New Zealand has achieved its dream again, two Kiwi sides competing against each other in the 2022 Super Rugby Final, pretty much the equivalent of rugby masturbation. Thanks for that one, uh, the Razzadazza. Um, basically, what he's trying to say is, he's trying to say, bring back the conference winners because it would be really good for the winner of the New Zealand Conference to play the winner of the Australian Conference in the final. Yeah, because well, he, you he's get just more saying, people watching. Is what yeah, he's trying what, to say? Yeah, yes, exactly. And I, I, I actually agree with him. You know, it'd be quite good to see a third and fourth playoff. But then, is that just a dead rubber? No, I don't think he's talking about third and fourth. He's saying that the Brumbies should be playing the Blues in the final because the Brumbies won the Australian comp. Oh right, I get you. And okay, I the get Blues you. won the New Zealand comp. So scrap everyone else. That's the final. Now. I'm going to have to disagree because of this reason. I don't believe in life that you should get a free pass. And if they wanted to do that, what they need to do is they need to mix up the two pools. But then you still might end up with two New Zealand teams getting it. On the flip side, you might end up with two Australian teams in the future yeah, getting it. very true. I just think the two best teams have well, got Fiji a... And, uh, Fiji, Jura yeah. and Moana Pacifica. 
you know, the Australian teams have got to raise their game and they won't raise their game if they continue to get free passes through to a final where one of them is going to be assured of, I think what could be good is, I think you you could arguably say the winner of the New Zealand comp gets the home quarter no matter what and the winner of the Australian comp gets a home quarter no matter what. So the Brumbies... But again, again, that's not fair again. You know, why didn't the Brumbies do better throughout the season to then I agree with you. To I agree then get you. a home quarter. I'm just trying to appease everyone. No, don't do it. <laughs> Ruffle feathers. So, yeah, I'm really sorry, Razzler. I, 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 li- I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, I get it, but no. But I, I like the fact that the two best teams are playing in the final. And I, I also understand that that Brumbies game was so close. That would have been a great final. Yes. And I still think a lot of people will watch. I still, I still think, think so. I think there's still interest. Yeah, because it's two proper heavyweights <laughs> yeah. knocking it. It's like when the North versus the South. People yeah. were watching all over the world. Yeah. Just because it's two heavyweights, you know, yeah. knocking lumps well, out of each it's, other. It's, it's New Zealand rugby and there's no better... Well, we there's are nothing, Kiwis. There's nothing better to watch. It would be great, though. I mean, I can remember really, really vividly when the Crusaders went to the Brumbies. The Brumbies hosted the final. The Crusaders won, like, lastminute.com. Um, it was a hell of a game, and it was brilliant because the Crusaders were playing overseas, away from yeah. home, in a final, underdogs, because the Brumbies were so good. for the. I think they won the last few years before that. So it was great. But I get it. But I just think that the Australian teams have got to raise their standards if they want to get there. I agree. You going to ask me your question? I am. Why won't France win the World Cup? Too much pressure. You've got to be in one to win one. And I don't think enough of those players have done it. They've won the Six Nations, but that's a different kettle of fish. And I think that the French mentality can be up and down as well. They're not as consistent as they need to be emotionally. And I think you go from like a quarterfinal at home in France, emotions are going to be running high. Then you go like semi-final if they make the semi-final, yeah. right? Emotions are going to be really well, running the first, high. first game of the World Cup, yeah, New Zealand, France, yeah. it's going to be peak. Yeah. So I just think um, the French emotion, which is already quite... <laughs> volatile is going to be just too much to take I just think like them being underdogs suits them better so I agree going into the tournament hot favourites and they are favourites you know is not going to serve them well no at home there'll be too much pressure like you say there'll be too much pressure and if so, if they make a mistake or if they lose a game the media going to be on their back all I've got to say is this right if France beat the All Blacks in game one they definitely won't win the World Cup. If they lose to New Zealand in round one, they've got a chance. Yes. They've got a good chance. Well, that's what happened last time. Because they'll be underdogs. We've been in their yeah. pool quite a, quite few, a few times. times yeah. Don't like it very no. much. <laughs> I, I'm not looking forward to it. Talk about uh, tight bum cheeks. <laughs> uh, I think one thing we didn't touch on just before, actually, was uh, you know talking about the refereeing. Tight bum cheeks. I was genuinely... Oh. Yelling at the referee, saying it's a penalty, it's a penalty. Really, you seem to send him off against the Crusaders. Wow. Even I was getting frustrated. It's not like you; you're pretty biased. <laughs> Absolutely biased. <laughs> it was just it was getting ridiculous. Yeah, it was getting ridiculous. My question to you is: Which rugby player best suits your personality? <laughs> we sort of spoke about this before we went on. Your, oh, Owen Farrell. <laughs> <laughs> It's got to be flamboyant. Yeah. The, the, it, for me, it's got to be someone flamboyant, someone that's got a few tricks up the sleeve. Ooh. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe a uh, Quade Cooper. Oh, that's a great Cooper, for yeah. the loose cannon. Yeah. <laughs> or a Danny Cipriani. Yeah. Good. I like that. He's not, I don't think Danny's a great guy. Oh, is he not a good guy? No. So, yeah, well, maybe you're Danny. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'm Danny. <laughs> Quake um, Cooper, I think, is an absolute cracking choice. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about you? You're a bit of a turncoat as well, aren't you? you know, New Zealand and now I'm Australian type <laughs> thing. <laughs> no, you know, oh, I support, I've never been. I support the, the Hurricanes. Oh, no, they don't have a good team. I got the Blues. <laughs> I got anyone that isn't Crusaders. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take that last one. Me, um, Ben Smith. 
Beans, mate. Beans don't be McLean. ridiculous. No, no, definitely. Don't be ridiculous. 100%. Why? Reliable. You're boring. <laughs> a little bit boring. No. No. No, not that. No. Not, don't be ridiculous. Know, jack of all trades, master of none. You're not good. You're not all right at everything. <laughs> Uh, I could be Dane Coles just hanging on in there. <laughs> Waking up. He's just oh, ling- lingering so around like a bad smell. Um, yeah, that's a good one, actually. Um, maybe I'm a bit, a bit like um, Eeyore. Eeyore, <laughs> no, you're not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> who would suit me? So, who would suit me? Uh, ben, I like Ben Smith. He's a good shout. Yeah, good shout. A bit of an accountant. Oh, Geordie Barrett. <laughs> oh, what a loser. <laughs> Mate, it's time to finish off the show. show. Yes, it is. So I've got some questions for you. Are you ready? Yes. So our topic today is penalties. So I've picked the top four teams in the Super Rugby competition. Blues, Brumbies, Chiefs and Crusaders because they were in the semis, right? You have to guess who has the highest number of penalties in this first round. Okay. So, is it the Blues, is it the Brumbies, is it the Chiefs, or is it the Crusaders? So, the most penalties overall over I the think whole it's the Blues. season. You think it's the Blues? Yeah. It's wrong. Okay. The Blues, 167 okay. penalties conceded. The Brumbies... 175. Right. Which I thought was staggering because I thought they would be yeah. far less. Um, then so it was the, Blues second. Blues were second, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then it's the Crusaders, 158, and then it's the Chiefs, 142. Now, the Crusaders generally were leading those penalties yeah. in the past because, you know, it was well known. And people are saying they've still got problems, but they do have problems, but not as bad as, um, the not as, bad as they were, No, which is a really good sign. I like that. Yellow cards, sir. Top, who's got the most yellow cards? Who's got the most yellow cards? Is it the Crusaders? Or is it the Chiefs? Chiefs, I've got to go Chiefs. Oh, was I right with the Crusaders? No, Brumbies. Oh. 11 oh. yellow cards. 11? 11. How many reds? Uh, I'm not telling you that because the next question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I've only got one more question, so I can tell you the reds. So they've got 11 yellows and yeah. two reds. Okay. Okay. The blues have got nine yellows mm-hmm. and two reds. Right. The chiefs have got four yellows and one red. And the crusaders have got four yellows and four reds. <laughs> four reds. <laughs> yeah. Four red cards. Matera got red carded from two yellows on the weekend. Oh, did he? Yeah, one was like a team yellow. Right. Uh, and the other one was a really unfortunate tackle. You know, one of these tackles yeah. that... Yeah, you know, could have gone either way. Could have been just a penalty. Right, mate, last question. Overall number of tackles made this season. Who has the... Highest number of overall tackles this season. Crusaders. Wrong. Who? It's the Brumbies. Wow. 2,395. Crusaders come in second place, 2,332. Blues, 2,316. And the Chiefs, just under 2,000. Can I just say that that there, Damo, is a Toby Harris quiz. Yeah, Village. Absolutely. <laughs> village. Village. Oh, just thought it was really interesting because I thought the Crusaders would be most penalised. I thought they'd have the most amount of tackles and the most yellow cards. Yeah. And actually, the kind of Brumbies. Yeah, the Brumbies. Seen and, them. and potentially that's let them down the season. Yeah. And you think... Um, Lolisio kicks the ball away far less than any other yeah. fly off. So why have they not had the ball? Because they're not kicking it away. No, well they're losing it, aren't they? They are they're getting turned over at yeah. the ruck. That's quite interesting. Anyway, mate, what can people? We always forget to do this at the start, don't we? What? Well, yeah, yeah. What we could do. people do to help? Uh, they can like. They can uh, share. They can subscribe. They can five star review. Yeah. They can email in. They could try and go to Patreon, but uh, Razor Daz is telling me he just can't. He can't get on. 
Can he not? And I'm trying to get it fixed, and I can't at the moment. So I might have to start a whole new Patreon account. Why can't you just use the? <laughs> it's just a bit fiddly, the link. mate. It, well, yeah, it seems to work on my phone, but it doesn't seem to work on uh, a PC. Right. It seems to work on the the. So the, do you just need a ring Patreon? I need to sort it out. I don't know how I'm going. Anyway. May as always, it's an absolute pleasure yes. doing this show with you. Always. Until next week. See you later. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.